Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop. The Horror Movie Podcast is listener-funded by fans like you at Patreon.com. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash The Horrible Movie Podcast. You're listening to the Studio DNA Network, studiodna.media. Well, welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. Thanks for tuning in and downloading uh, to this episode. It's a very special episode. It's a first time, but a long time um, listener, but also someone who I've been wanting to get on our show for literally four years of doing this show. Uh, none other than Phil Lewis. Phil Lewis, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on your show. This is almost like a bucket list for me, Jack. Uh, the world knows you. Uh, I feel like I am just a, a lucky person to be uh, part of this show. Uh, you're, you're known all over the world, and I'm, it's my pleasure. Well, very good. Uh, you're buttering my bread there. Thank you. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, you've been on our other show, Interstate of Mind, where you and I actually took a drive to my hometown of Mountain View, Missouri, yes. for a volleyball game. That was a fun trip. I feel like then I had to really focus on driving. You did all the work. I'm a little more nervous here. This <laughs> is the horrible movie podcast. Well, this is big time. This is I feel like this is the major league. A little bit bigger. Podcasts. A little bit bigger audience uh, than the other show. But if, folks, if you haven't listened to that episode or any other episodes, just go to your Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Interstate of Mind. Uh, I think you'll be glad you did. Maybe you won't be. Maybe you'll be like. Wow, these guys are crazy. But this is a little bit different. We're talking about Yellowstone Cubs today. This is a movie from 1963. Yeah, that's correct, 1963. Um, and you have taken some notes, so we'll, we'll get to those in a second. Uh, I definitely, why this movie, Phil? Uh, what, what spurred you on? When did you first hear about this movie or see this movie? Well, you and I have been talking about possible movies to talk about on your show and uh, it was one of those late nights where you're flipping through the stations and all of a sudden across my screen comes the Yellowstone Cubs. I could not stop watching. I couldn't flip on. I couldn't keep channel surfing because it was so horrible. I was like, Jack, I found my movie. Let's, <laughs> let's do a podcast. Let these people know how bad this movie really is. Uh, this is a part. Uh, Yellowstone Cubs uh, was a part of the wonderful world of Disney. And Disney in the 60s would put out 
uh, a movie like this, which is about a 45-minute, uh, almost an hour-long uh, movie, and then it would tag it in a double feature with another movie. There's a cougar movie that's a, a wild animal. That type, crazy cougar. Crazy, something like that. And, um, and then they would tag those together so people would go to the theater and they'd get a double feature from Disney. And uh, Walt Disney was still alive and kicking then, and I'm sure he was excited. Uh, a guy named Jack Spears does all the narration in this, and he did a lot of Disney's uh, work like this back in the day. Well, I don't want to contradict you. I thought Rex Allen did this uh, this narration, so it was Spears. No, I'm Jack, sorry. My uh, bad. Spears, directed by Charles uh, Napier. Uh, now you, I see what you're saying there. Now I, but on the, on the uh, movie, on the movie crawl that I was watching, narrated by says Jack Spears. And I'm not about to contradict the horrible movie podcast host People Jack Alterman. Uh, no, it is definitely uh, your show. It was nominated uh, for an award, uh, and uh, it uh, did not win. It was nominated uh, for a, uh, best edited special. I believe it. Uh, very good by the American Cinema Edition, uh, which is now defunct. But who? I mean, better than anything I've been nominated for, right? I guess so. Other than best looks, that was a joke. You win hands down. Hands down. Uh, um, your wife Amanda, the lovely Amanda, is one lucky lady. She is a lucky. Well, I say that. I'm. I married. I married way up. Uh, let's do this. Uh, it is time. Time for some deets. Uh, the details. Uh, of the movie, uh, let's take a look at uh, some options here. It's a very—it's one of those. Which, this one has some limited uh, information on it, uh, Phil. But I will say this: Yellowstone Cubs. It uh, was released in 1963, obviously by uh, Disney. Uh, it follows our friends uh, Tuffy and Tubby, the Bears. Now those are the Cubs. Those are the Cubs. Those are the two Cubs. Cantankerous Cubs. To the mother. Uh, and they get separated. Nakomas. Nicom- Nakomas. Nakomas uh, is Mama Bear. Directed by Charles uh, Draper, right, written by Ralph Wright. Uh, and then, I, like I said, in the movie crawl, I saw Jack Spears. And Jack Spears is credited in a lot of stuff back in the day of uh, doing narration in a lot of these, these types of movies. Um, uh, music in the background, Paul Smith did a lot of that stuff. And really, that's about it. That's about all I have. Again, it would, these were packaged in a in a way that would come out to the theater. You, a person would go to the theater and get a double feature of this, and then one other Disney creation. <coughs> it's kind of those were the good old days. That doesn't happen anymore. You're going to pay for one movie at a time right now. Well, and this is one of those where I I, I felt like it reminded me of how Davy Crockett, the old Davy Crockett show, was done. I don't know if you guys remember that, but uh, the old uh, uh, those shows that were done in the older style on uh, the uh, film movie film that they did things on. Did you have some? I was just gonna say, uh, did you have a little bit of a Andy Griffith Mayberry show feel about it? Because my feeling is this is a horrible movie because I feel like Andy Griffith is more solid. There's more actually life lessons in the Andy Griffith show, uh, which I highly respect and enjoy. This is just this is just anti everything you've ever heard about safety. Well, and there are some rules that you do and don't do. Uh, by the way, release date of June the 1st, 1963. So uh, I, I did find that. Um, but this is uh, the things you do not ever do uh, with animals. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was always taught uh, bears can rip your face off. Um, we don't 
want to mess with bears because you are essentially their food. If we lived in the wild with them, we, they would be the top of the food chain. There's not much we can do about it. And there's a couple of scenes in this movie where there's an old lady and she's feeding one of these bears some bread or marshmallows and that bear literally grabs a hold of her arm and she pulls back like, oh, what the crap did I just do? And it's like, if a bear is within reaching distance of you or your marshmallows, like this one dad uh, that's in, actually named can, Jack, can, can we talk about that scene? Or is it too early in the show? Well, let's wait. To... We don't want to spoil the, that part of it. Uh, but you're right. Because have... Jack was foolish in that scene. Yeah, not, and not this Jack. It was not me in the film, but uh, it was. Uh, let's do this. Before we get into that, uh, are you game to do some 30-second uh, synopsis? I'm always game. I've been uh, looking for this uh, moment for four years. Okay. Uh, let's do this. Uh, we are going to do some 30-second synopsis uh, on the uh, Yellowstone Cubs. I almost said the Chicago Bears. That was really weird. <coughs> My brain went just then. Yellowstone Cubs. Phil Lewis. 30-second synopsis and go! All right, this movie takes place at uh, Yellowstone National Park. You get to see Mom Bear Nokomis (laughs) and her two cubs, Tuffy and uh, Tubby. A lot of like... And they're interacting with all these people. Then all of a sudden, Tuffy and Tubby get separated from Mom, and there's all sorts of adventures from that point on. You get to see scenes where... uh, they're in a lake and they're on a motorboat. You get to see scenes where they're uh, in a kitchen. You get to see all sorts of fun scenes. So uh, that's all I got. All right, there you go. Not too bad. I would give that about a 35-second synopsis. Sorry about that. I'm um, a rookie. Green. Well, it's all Green good here. in the hood is what I say. It's all good in the hood. Um, so with that said, uh, let's talk a little bit about you. We. What are some safety things we all know not to do with bears? If we go, have you guys ever have you ever been to Yellowstone? I have not, but I have been to uh, the Smoky Mountains uh, mm. towards the East Coast, yes. and I have actually encountered bears. And never once was I tempted to grab my bag of marshmallows and start feeding these wild animals. You know what bears like to do, Jack? Eat bears eat like to flesh. eat. Bears like to eat a lot. I think they consume a lot of food all the time. I'm sure not going to get in the way of a mama bear and her cub, no which you see all the time in this that? show. Um, that is something I should just tell these people. That's why this movie is ridiculous. Uh, you're seeing people, they're acting like these are tamed pets. No, we don't treat our animals that way. And uh, I, I just cannot believe Walt Disney would produce such a thing where we're actually encouraging this type of behavior. Yeah, I uh, definitely, just before we get to our uh, radio break here, the I'll tell you this, warnings in the movie, this is on a sign about warnings for this movie. Warning, regulations prohibiting bear feeding. This is actually in Yellowstone Park because this whole movie was filmed in Yellowstone Park. Uh, warning, regulations prohibiting bear feeding in force. Bears are dangerous and destructive. Keep car windows closed when near bears are parked. Keep food away uh, from bears. Uh, and remember, bears, all animals and all bears are dangerous. That is in the movie. Except it's that right we're promoting, movie. hey, let's go pet the bears. Uh, it's really weird. It's very, it's very much something that you would never have in a movie as is right now. Yeah. You wouldn't do that. You just wouldn't. You would not go there. You would never go there. Um, well, what else? Do you want to go ahead and talk about the movie? 
So uh, we let's, can. Let's go ahead and talk about a movie. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about this movie. Well, uh, and the, then the opening scene yeah. it starts early in the month of May when they open up the Yellowstone Park for the spring, and you see this long line of cars, and you see these rangers, and you get to pay your admission to get in. You know what that admission was back in 1963? Tell us about it. I thought it was really funny. You get a pass, and you have to sign there at the little uh, ticket window for. Three dollars. That's a good deal. That gets you in for fifteen entrances. I think it's a little more than that today. Yeah, and that was a fifteen fifteen times you come back. Uh, Yellowstone entrance, if I remember right, was in the thirties or forties, like thirty or forty dollars when we went. Um, it may have been less than that, and I think that they have some sort of a national park pass thing you can buy, uh, and that gets you into uh, all the parks. And it gets you a bowl of succotash from Silver Dollar City uh, and uh, uh, a, a mug of Grandpa's old uh, uh, root beer. I'm just joking about the last you're, few things. You're digressing. I want to go ahead and find out what happens next because once this line of cars gets in, tell the viewers, the listeners, I should say. What, My mom thinks this is a TV show. What so is ahead. a bear jam? Can you well, explain what that bear jam is? Whenever, whenever the bears get in the way of the cars, we got what you could call a bear jam. So you got and this long... Tubby and Tubby this, and Tuffy, they know where the food comes from, so they're going to be climbing on your cars, everybody. So you got this long line of cars just stopped. Everyone gets out. They start feeding these animals their oranges or, uh, like you say, marshmallows mm. or anything else. It is the most ridiculous thing ever. And you have these uh, rangers just watching. Well, and they're uh, just kind of standing around making sure no one gets maimed, right? Yeah. <coughs> but um, narrator uh, Jack Spears would say, Oh, now, you don't have to worry about... All the bears, but Nokomis is the mama bear, and if you get in the way of her cubs, oh, oh, you better watch out. And there is literally a lady in between the cub and her mom. When all of a sudden you're exactly right. Oh, this isn't a safe place for me she to be. She has this it? look on her face, and it's a real. Here's the thing about this movie, folks. It's a real life situation where they're like, let's. It's like uh, the the video guy in a buffalo. You know what I'm saying? The, I've, we've I've seen heard this that. video right, on YouTube, right? And I've actually had. The guys on this show, on this show from God of Buffalo. But you watch that filming, and there's a real cougar that that guy was wrestling, like a real cougar that this guy's like wrestling with, and it's like that thing could rip your face off at any point. Well, these are real bears that this. I don't know. She was probably, you know how back in the day you watch a video like this, and a lady, you're like, oh, she's an old lady, but you know her actual age. Somehow that was like a 35 year old or something. You're just like. Like, times are rough back then. What's happening? But well, here she is feeding this bear uh, bread and all, all kinds of other snacks. Well, Jack, is my point of view wrong? Candy. Um, my question to you is maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe, you know, in professional wrestling, Brett the Hitman Hart might have his own bear in the backyard to start wrestling with when he didn't have anybody else to spar with. Now, maybe in true. pro wrestling, there might be a match where you wrestle a bear. Am I the one that's completely uh, going overboard on safety here? No. Now, what we're talking, though, um, you're talking about in pro wrestling, Stu Hart in, in his dungeon in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, uh, would have had... Uh, Maybe a bear or something for Brett to wrestle with, but actually that bear turns out it was actually Stu Hart, oh. Brett's father. Oh. 
make it, stretching him and making him pass out. So maybe he thought it was a bear. But in, you think about this, uh, Bear Bryant, uh, legendary football coach, he got his name because this guy came to town uh, to Fort S. Arkansas and he was at the theater there and said, anybody that can wrestle this bear for a minute will get a dime or a dollar. It probably was a dollar because that would have been an astronomical amount of money in the 30s. And he was like, well, I'll wrestle that bear. So he gets up on the stage and is wrestling the bear. And the bear, he, he's kind of holding tight to the bear, right? Because you wrestle something like that, you stay close to it. Eventually, the bear starts to gnaw on the back of his ear, though. And so he, then he bolts off the stage. But he made it a minute. And that's why they called him Bear Bryant. Well, can we then go back to the movie? Can you describe the scene where there is a father, a mother, and two kids in the car? And yes, let's talk about oh, the marshmallows. Oh, Jack. The, the, the dad's name is Jack. Oh, Jack, look at some bears. Maybe the kids should get to stop and pet them. No, hold on, honey. Oh, we, we don't have anything to feed these bears. And the kids, what do the kids say? Well, we do in the back. Yeah, we've got, we've got marshmallows in the back. And then the narrator goes, "Well, these kids would rather feed this bear than to have than to have a, a, a s'mores or whatever a cookout with some marshmallows." So Jack, the father, decides, "I'm going to get these marshmallows out of the back, and you kids, you shouldn't feed these bears. Let only, me, let me only do an it. adult. So I'll, I'll get it." So Jack starts feeding the bears, and then plays a little game with them, and sticks the rest of the marshmallows back in his pocket. Yes, Jack Spears. Jack Spears, the all-knowing narrator, says, Now, you should know you can't play a... A, a trick on a bear. What's a trick? But he, What's he say? A uh, You can't uh, can't play a... Not peekaboo, but like... Uh, uh, what, am I, what am I playing here? You can't, I'm playing I, I don't can't, know. hard to get. You can't, can't play hard. You don't play hard to get with a bear. And he, so he puts the marshmallows in his pocket. The bear literally reaches into his pocket, and he pulls back because the bear's about ready to kill him. And the bear then somehow pushes him down on the ground. Jack is on the ground trying to give the marshmallows away so the bear no, gets off them. Of. My gosh, run, kids, run, my face. That's, that's all those kids need to see it's is their in, dad getting mauled yes. by a bear. It's in a Disney movie, which I love. <laughs> we laugh so much. The Disney's like, here you go, this would be a good idea for a movie. What to, hey, this is what not, I don't know if this is supposed to be what not to do at Yellowstone. I, don't feed these animals. Well, is there a timber wolf somewhere we can pet to, maybe? Let's get to the actual plot. How in Curl the world the skunk. How in the world do these cubs get separated from the Oh, Nicomas? my gosh. So Tubby and Tuffy are two. Listen, if you guys have ever been around baby bears, I have been around them my whole life. I grew up, uh, you know, in the uh, forests of uh, southern Missouri here, and we just have bears nonstop all the time. And these bears are curious creatures. They get separated because why? There's an F word that they get separated because of. Is that word food? Food! <laughs> they are much like Yogi Bear or Boo Boo. Hey, Boo Boo. They see a picnic basket and they float in the air and follow the scent to the basket or the food or the random dessert trays or they, all the hot dogs they eat. And they end up in a trailer in the back of this family's uh, Jack, the father, the Jack that had the marshmallows. He uh, has been feeding and then he gets in his car and takes off. But while Mama Bear Nokomis was about ready to eat his face off, uh, baby bear Tubby and Tuffy crawled into what did he call it? Food his uh, he called it like his food uh, 
I don't even know. It's just where he stored his food. Yeah, in but the it trailer. was like this weird old timey word that you're like, no one would ever call it that anymore anyway. So they kept all his food back there. Oh, and the, of course, the lid falls on them, and Jack, uh, the dad, and the family, uh, they drive off. Well, and they go to set up camp for the night, and then all of a sudden they are separated from Nokomis that way. And, man, you talk about a camp scene because there's another uh, camper right next door. He's got his little trailer hooked up, and next thing you know, Tuffy and uh, his Tubby, tubby they knock over this uh, this trailer, and yes. it goes down into the lake. But you know what? You know it's Disney when when the dude is sitting there singing or whistling zippity doo da zippity a. My oh my, what a wonderful day! Well, all the meantime, his camper has somehow by these silly cubs got knocked into the lake. He's whistling Dixie, and then down below is this other guy. And by the way, that other guy, I thought it was going to get hit by that. The other guy's got this trailer coming around, thinking, "Oh crap!" The trailer comes at him. He jumps into the water. He comes out of the water, and what's he say? Oh, my beautiful campsite! Not to mention you just survived near death. Anyway, folks, okay, so we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to finish talking about uh, the Yellowstone Cubs. We're going to talk about so many other things. We shall be right back. Richard Serrett is a regular guest host on Coast to Coast AM, the most listened to late night radio program in the world. And now you can hear Richard on his own podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, three days a week. You're going to get political intrigue, subterfuge, conspiracies, the paranormal, UFOs, alternative energy, Bigfoot, and much, much more. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Conspiracy Unlimited, Following the truth wherever it leads. Listen and subscribe at conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. Well, welcome back. We're here today again talking uh, one to Phil Lewis. Phil, thanks for coming Man, in today. Man, it, it is my pleasure. This is a dream come uh, true. Just Phil, spending time with you is great. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yellowstone Cubs is what we're talking about, and we wanted to have you. This is a Disney movie. I wanted to talk to you, really wanted to bring you in because you are a bear expert. You have been around bears for nearly two decades, technically now. Uh, just, you know, and so you have the inside track on these bears. I do have a lot of experience with bears. Uh, back in high school, yes, you were. I, I played ball in school, and we were the bears. The mascot was so the bears. I am very familiar with bears, you have and, a, yes. and uh, have spent a lot of time yes. uh, rooting on the bears and playing yes. for the bears. So, now yes. you. We do. We could feed those bears, but we learned from this movie, it's not a good idea to feed these Yellowstone bears. Well, my only actually encounter with bears came in a uh, not Yellowstone, but the uh, Smoky Mountains. Uh, it was Ronnie a, Millsap sings a song about those. In a beautiful, beautiful Smoky Mountain. I want to go back, yeah. but uh, uh, Caves Cove is a drive-through area, and there was bear out there, and there was almost similar a mom and a couple cubs. But I only videoed from a distance. I had nowhere, shape, form was going to feed these bears mm -hmm. um, because I didn't want to get mauled. Mm. I will tell you in this movie, Mr. Alterman, yes, there is some footage where Tuffy and Tubby, uh, Tubby are fighting over... You don't want to get in the way of Tubby. They're fighting each other over a mouse. They are fighting over a mouse. And here's the, here's the other thing. I think PETA would really struggle to even 
come to terms with this movie. And now. early in the movie, when the family's together, um, Mom roughs up the cubs when all of a sudden the mouse gets away. Yeah. Uh, there is some serious aggression from these wild, yeah. not domesticated right. animals. You know the old proverb, spare the claw, spoil the child. That's a that's a real <laughs> proverb well, that we all, can, we Nicomas, all can live by. Nakomas provided those young cubs some tough discipline, some tough love. Real tough love. Yeah, you watch uh, this show, you're going to see some cubs get roughed up. Uh, and they deserve it. They're cantankerous, these cubs. We talked about it earlier, about them just kind of getting, uh, they stop and they make a bear jam to start the uh, start, the, uh, start movie the movie out, really. But now we've, we've segued. They have been separated because they accidentally got uh, stuck in this uh, food locker thing in the back of a car, and uh, it takes off a half mile away from the mama bear, and so then the baby bears get out, and they're walking around a campsite. Uh, they start to steal food from the campsite. Uh, Mama bear eventually wanders in the campsite, but by this time, where have baby bears gone? Well, they've gone all over for all sorts of adventures. Do you remember the scene where maybe a baby dropped its bottle okay. of milk? Uh, there's a uh, family walking, a ba baby in a stroller. Baby, I say he's a baby. He's probably toddler, two, yeah. three, about two and a half. Uh, he was 35, so living in his parents' basement. <laughs> you know, a baby in his time, hanging out with mom. Um, and he uh, drops his bottle, and of course... There's Tuffy. His baby at Tuffy picks up this bottle and starts drinking out of it. But Tuffy ain't going to have Tuffy, none of that. Tuffy is not about to let the sibling have that. Uh-uh. And, and then, this is, I'm going to make the sound now, folks. Lean in real close if you're listening on the radio. Uh, put those earbuds a little further in your ear. I'm going to make the sound... Of these two bears fighting. Are you guys ready? That's literally the sound. And if you saw it, you would see that sync up and go, it's pretty accurate. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I can't tell you. That is just uncanny. That is the exact sound set forth it, it from was, these cubs It was the gnashing fighting. of teeth that you would expect. Uh, these bears were legitimately fighting. And... I don't know if maybe their handler at the end, the director yells, and cut! All right, go ahead and clean up their blo their bloody wounds now where they scrape their <laughs> eyes out. We need another bear. We need a, we, we, do we have the stand-in for Tuffy here? Uh, this for this other one, he, he's ripped up pretty good. We need another bear in here, like literally. Like it was like, well, how uh, is this possible? That Jack, yeah. we need to talk about another very important scene in this movie. Uh, the two cubs are near a lake. At this point, oh, this is actually this is what won them an award. This, this is the scene that won them an award. These two um, cubs. We have a professional angler, Corey Gordon, here in the studio listening. I want him just to, to, to square this up as we talk. Uh, boater safety. He knows all about boater safety. Uh, but we are going to talk about this because these bears somehow can operate. This motorboat. Well, let's even set up the scene a little further because in this boat, this motorboat, Corey, uh, a fisherman has left a trout. And so these two uh, are going to fight over this trout that's in this boat. Yeah. And, of course, Tubby wins and Tuffy's mad. So you know what Tuffy does? I can't eat the food. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drive the boat. So it with his claw, paw, arm, claw, whatever they have, it's so funny because it reaches out off camera, and you just see the claw come out, the, the arm, of the, the bear arm, uh, and it pushes forward on the, uh, on the uh, what, am I, what am I going? 
the throttle to go forward. I think even back in the 60s, they probably had some sort of a triggering mechanism to get it to go forward, right? Correct. When yeah, you say that's... Right. Well, this bear does not have opposable thumbs, unless these Yellowstone bears have evolved past them. Now, before we go any further, with our expert, Corey Gordon, in the house, what kind of boat safety uh, things do we need to talk about? Should you dock your boat with something so someone couldn't just get in there? And should you leave your fish uh, for bears to come in there and uh, take over your motorboat? Well, first off, any good fisherman's not going to leave his catch in the boat. You know, you're going to take it back to camp to for two reasons, to brag and to clean the fish. You don't leave it out there to spoil for just anything. So, huge so that mistake. Big. That was a yeah. big mistake right there. And then, yeah, leaving your boat in a vulnerable vulnerable position where it can be driven. Especially cool. by bears. You never know when a bear's just gonna come up exactly. and get in your boat and take yes. off. Yes. And I think that bear was doing some burnouts and everything yes. else All with this thing. I know was the bear wearing the kill switch. Uh, that you're supposed to have on your wrist so that if he falls out, the boat will stop itself. Bears, bears, boats, Battlestar Galactica, as Dwight Schrute would say. Um, very good. I'm glad you were here to square that up. I don't know enough about boats. That's what I'm here for. I just used a zero-turn mower for the first time this week in my life. I don't know nothing about no boats or birthing no babies. Uh, I tried to drive a pontoon once. We went in a circle, and we almost crashed into a buoy. So I'm glad I'm I'm glad you're here because I'm an idiot when it comes to water safety. Now, Jack, back to some of the uh, the stunts that this uh, bear would pull on this boat, uh, kind of doing some circles. And what's the other bear doing? It needs maybe something to wash this oh, trout down. Oh, Tuffy! While Tuffy is driving the boat, well, old Tuffy's thirsty from eating all these fish. He's got to wash that flavor ahead of his mouth, and so he's got to get a drink over the side of the boat, and he does. Puts his mouth over and just licks, sticks it, licks, his tongue he's just out, sticking out as the water splashing. And the water splashing him in the face. These bears are unbelievable. Uh, they end up safely docking the boat on the other side of the lake. I didn't know that was possible. Uh, again, but these boats, uh, these bear, well, boats too, but these bears are amazing. So what, now, are, they, what are they do next, Mr. I, I, well, I want to stay on this scene because this is an important scene. Your son. Excellent. Got to watch this movie. He did. Can you give me your son's reaction to the Cubs getting in the boat, fighting over a trout, and doing some tricks driving this boat around this motorboat? When we first watched this movie, Miller said, and I quote, man, this CGI is really good. And I said, Miller, in 1963, there was no such thing as computer-generated images. These are literally bears that were trained to do this, and then they would edit the film sometimes back and forth to do some of the motions to make it look real. And after that point, he was like dumbfounded by how that was even possible. And then I said, well, here's the deal. They used to train animals to do these things, but you couldn't get away with making animals do these types of tricks and things on a movie anymore, especially Disney. Disney was like, like their liability levels now, and they, they have taken... They have edited some of their older films that have anything close to controversy at all. They won't even play old, their older films. So this, I'm surprised I could even rent this now. So what was Miller's reaction to the bears hot rodding around on the lake? He thought that was the funniest thing of all time. Uh, these uh, these bears somehow can drive this. I said, and he said they couldn't really do that, right? I'm like, what do you think? Well, no. 
<laughs> so I thought that was really funny. He loved it, though. He thought it was funny how they were just eating everything in sight, which a bear would do. They all eat. That's what they do. That's what Non-stop. bears do. They're going to take a big nap in the winter. They're going to wake up and yes, eat. Yes, they don't have to worry about mortgages, working jobs. They don't have to worry about worrying about their weight. You know why? Bear metabolisms, folks. You ever heard of it? Bears have unbelievable metabolisms. Got to have, you know what I'm saying? I wish I had a bear metabolism. Well, let's, in, a, in, in a hibernation time. Let's move on to the next scene that our viewers need to know about. Um, the you know the two cubs keep their adventure going and end up in a kitchen. Mm. I believe this is a lodge. Okay, they end up at the Old Faithful Inn is what it's called, and this is a real place. And if you ever go to Yellowstone, this is a commercial for Yellowstone. You can rent all kinds of cabins all over the place there. Really nice. Some of them though are uh, most of them uh, have like. Uh, have like uh, kitchens in them or places you can eat in them as well. But this is a kitchen that is serving a large amount of food, right? Well, I want to kind of pick up with, yes, it is large. I want to pick up with what you were saying with Miller. How do they get these bears, these cubs, to do all this acting? Because it's pretty phenomenal. I think one of two things. These are very well-trained bears, and they're trained with the food. Or, knowing back in the day how things worked, uh, they literally would... Uh, P.T. Barnum these animals and uh, physically maybe make them do things. And that's why you don't see sea lion shows at things anymore or because no, they don't want to force an animal into anything because obviously they may eventually rise up and overtake the world and we don't want to make them mad. So we don't train them to do things anymore. Well, uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, we have total chaos in this kitchen, as you can imagine. <laughs> You've got some uh, workers there at the uh, the kitchen. They run. Um, they leave, and the bears eat cakes. Uh, oh, Tubby! Tubby <laughs> had a hard time getting down that seventh and eighth cake. But they sure do. He needs something to wash it down with. He's going to drink some tomato juice. That's the narration. Folks, I'm just like Jack Spears. I'm literally just like Jack Spears. It's, it's uncanny. Uh, Walt Disney, if you hear me and you've been cryogenically unfrozen and you can hear this, I would like to try out as a new narrator for one of your new uh, Disney Disney shows, please. Thanks. Well, let's do we get the mother and the two cubs back together? The only How? thing that gets them back together is this stocked full kitchen. She is She somehow crosses the lake. We are never shown how she crosses the lake. Well, I think the writer said... It now had the, to be now, another motorboat. The baby bears, now they came across in this boat. Uh, how's mom going to come across? It's a huge freaking lake. Uh, let's just not say anything. Let's just see let's if just anybody... Let's just movie for movie Let's sake. just see if anybody questions it. Yes, I, no one will. They, yes. they won't care. So she comes rumbling up. Oh, Nick Nicomas, she finally found him. Because they're eating food nonstop. She comes in, she grabs them by the scruff of, the scruff of their neck, and then they wander off into the into the wilderness. Well, how's the movie end? Looks like that, basically. I, I, there's not much else to it. They were reunited, and it feels so good. So good. Well, let's talk about the goods and bads of this movie. What are some goods? Well, if you're if you're Miller, yes, uh, or any little kids would like this movie any, still, right? Don't you because think so? you've got some cute little cubs, and you've got a story where they're separated, and they're having some adventures, and they're in a boat, and they're in the kitchen. Uh, I would think so. I would think that would be a good that you know you wouldn't have to worry about any any appropriateness. No, uh, there was none. There, there uh, was if you're none. a parent, now, there was one point. Do you remember the point where, and this may be on my scene, uh, Tuffy. I uh, got mad at Tubby, and he actually drew a gun 
and shot a couple times. <laughs> they, they trained. I'm just joking. That didn't really happen. No, I didn't remember that. But they do fuss. I mean, there is some literal, like you gave a verbal uh, description of how they fought. They they definitely. <laughs> They definitely went toe to toe. That was real animals fighting. They went so toe to toe. Like, like. Anyway, uh, so that's the goods. I would agree. That's the goods. Um, the the uh, the scenery of Yellowstone Park oh. is beautiful. And you get it. You get an idea of what it was like back in 1960 as people are coming to the park in the spring and and uh, just full of. Uh, appreciation for nature uh and wanting to feed the bears you know these bears are hungry it's almost like our culture um wants to give things away we give things up take care of these bears even though that's not the right thing to do uh we want to feed the bears hungry they are they'll never stop eating though they never they they always will eat it's amazing bears bears i mean i just know I, i said i grew up around bears training bears to do these movies and they just never stop eating. Now, our listeners out there, I've got—I'm sure there's people. What are out the there, Um Oh man, it's just so anti. From would what you, you say want. someone would say this is really boring? This movie. Um, if you're an adult, yeah, you're you're kind of bored to death. Uh, I I was not amused by any of the nonsense, but I did laugh occasionally when they got in the motorboat and and some of that stuff. But it's not a good movie. You're I not like going it. to uh, you're not going to go home and watch it another two or three times. I can tell you that. I like it as a it's this glimpse into the past. Okay. You're not going to get anything like this now. If you did, it would be CGI'd. The bears would talk and uh, CeeLo Green. And Bruno Mars would play the Bears in this. You know what I'm saying? That's what would happen. Tuffy and Tubby would be played by, you know, pick an actor. Uh, Jack Black would play Mama Bear. Yeah, I, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Well, as far as bats, well, I can't Meryl imagine, Streep or something would play Mama. Never mind. I can't imagine that any conservation agent today would say this is a good movie. Uh, this is everything we want you to do. Opposite. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm the only person. I couldn't find this movie in a free zone. You just saw it on TV somewhere. I. Uh, ended up having to rent it. I'm probably, I, I'm sure that Disney is going to email me and be like, hey, congratulations, you're the first person to ever rent this movie. <laughs> well, what should our listeners do if they are encountering a bear? What are some things we want to do? Uh, well, I will say this about uh, my background as a park ranger. I worked at Jellystone National Park. Uh, there was a cantankerous bear there named Yogi. Yogi would always steal my picnic baskets. Uh, I went by Ranger Smith then. Uh, he had a little friend named Boo Boo. And they, uh, you just don't feed them. Because once you feed them, they're always going to try to steal your picnic baskets. That's, that's what I would say. Don't feed the bears, folks. Listen, and, and also, here's a real tip before we get going here. Uh, a safety tip I've learned is when you are being mauled by a bear, what are you guys supposed to do? Play what? Play dead. Punch, him, play in the, dead. punch him in the nose. Well, it won't matter. They're stronger than you. And they'll bite your arm off when you try to do that. Uh, but you play dead. Now, the question becomes... When do you stop playing dead? Is it when they finally just bite into your neck and start chewing on you and you go, Hey! <laughs> this isn't working. I'm, not, I'm playing dead! <laughs> or do you just continue to play dead until you're actually dead? That's the question. It's, a, it's another proverb. Save the, you know, spare the claw, spoil the child. Well, actually this would be spare the claw, spoil the cub. If this were the movie that was starring CeeLo Green and Bruno Mars as the Tubby and Tuffy. Uh, Meryl Streep as Nokomis. But in real life, folks, don't mess with bears. Black bears are best. Grizzly bears are huge. Polar bears drink Coke and help Santa. 
So that's what we've learned, right? Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a bear nation is what it really is. It is, is. a bear nation. Anything else you guys uh, have before we wrap up? Corey, anything else from your uh, perspective on bears? Nothing? I have nothing. Nothing? You're good? Good. Okay. Well, very good. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, I, I can't think of anything else. Is there anything else you want to talk no, about? No, I just, uh, folks, just uh, thanks for listening in. We have a great, and I mean a great giveaway going on right now. Uh, go on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I want you to rate, review, go ahead and subscribe to that as well. And I want you to write a review. At the bottom of your review, I want you to put hashtag HMP for Horrible Movie Podcast. Take a picture of that review. Make sure you submit the review. Take a picture of it and then email that picture or screenshot or however you want to do it to jack at the horrible movie podcast.com. That's going to get you in our May drawing for a $50 Amazon gift card. And then you'll email it, and that way I can get your address on the back end and get it mailed to you if you're the winner. So that helps us out a lot. It's a great giveaway. Man, what a deal. I, uh, it's free. I, I'm not asking, I guess. I want to give back. Give it money. helps us out a lot. Those, those, those reviews help us out a ton. So, very well, good. Well, uh, guys, thank you so much, uh, Jack. Thank you, Corey. Man, what a pleasure. Yes. I, I have enjoyed I every second of uh, the Horrible Movie Podcast. Fun. You just kind of do your thing. I love it. And what a horrible movie. It's a horrible movie. And, uh, guys, again, listen to Interstate of Mind, the other show uh, I do. Phil has been on there. Corey has made an appearance on there uh, as a character on there, and he is a consistent uh, person he also we talked about his new tv show uh he's got coming out for him coming to nbc this fall a kg in the house so all right guys we'll see you soon uh thanks a lot and remember do not feed the bears Yo, boo-boo. oh boo-boo hey boo-boo we'll see you later and then the bears walked back home with mama bear and then she was very angry and threw them in the lake good night Real quick, I wanted to give a shout out uh, to some awesome listeners uh, on a new segment I'd like to call the Tweet of the Week. And this week's Tweet of the Week, uh, I tweeted out, people have lots of polarized thoughts on Game of Thrones and how it's ending. That's the truth. Uh, That's actually an understatement. Uh, Can anyone name a TV show that you've been satisfied with its finale? I'm looking for actual responses here. I wasn't looking for sarcasm. I wasn't trying to give sarcasm. uh, And I was wanting some actual responses. Here's the responses that I got at Joe Allister on Twitter. Uh, He said, uh, Breaking Bad and The Wire. Satisfied uh, finales. Uh, Jasmine. Uh, at Fiora Bianca on Twitter, NYPD Blue, Black Sales, and Spartacus, uh, David Walker, uh, at David Walker 7, Psych on the USA Network. Good pick, David. Uh, Jerry McMullen, the man at Essential Showcase, uh, he says The West Wing, The Office, which I agree, The Office finale, phenomenal. Maybe that last season, not great. But the finale also, and Parks and Rec, cannot argue there at all. Um, at Bookhouse Boy, that's Jake on Twitter, the ending of The Wire was equal parts hopeful and heartbreaking, uh, like, you know, how life is. Uh, it was open-ended and showed the cyclical nature of life in this city. Uh, it wasn't easy, but it was pretty much perfect. Thanks, Jake. Phenomenal. Great work, guys. Uh, and I appreciate, oh, Tamara, 
at T-Rex underscore 23. She says one tree hill. Excellent work, guys. Uh, I believe that's all. So thanks, guys. Uh, very excited uh, to do that. that. Again, that was the tweet of the week. Uh, all you guys, great shout outs. Make sure you go sign up uh, for our uh, giveaway. I'd love to be able to uh, give one of you guys that $50 Amazon gift card. Uh, just, you know, subscribe, review, rate, review, take a picture of it, take a screenshot, email it to me, jack at the horrible movie podcast.com. You won't be sorry. See you guys soon. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorribmoviepodcast.com.